Welcome to Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. And now, here's your host, Work Mom. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for episode 20 of Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. You know I'm here to help you navigate the emotional contact sport in the world of business, and my name is Lori Jovest, and today I have a couple of amazing guests. First, we have Angela. Angela, pronounce your last name for me. I got it wrong. Bucciolato. Just think like gelato, bucciolato, you know, close enough, right? (laughs) Gelato. Angela Bucciolato and Molly Wagner. Say hi, Molly. Hi. So Molly and Angela and I are going to talk about the joys of LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Well, I love social media anyway, because that's what I do in my day job is social media. Um, However, LinkedIn is its own animal, and I really enjoy the businessy aspect of it. The upside of using LinkedIn today versus 10 years ago is that authenticity rules like it didn't in the past, which is kind of awesome. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. So tell us a little bit about yourselves, starting with you, Angela. Tell us about what you do and what your experience is with LinkedIn. Sure. So I'll try to give the uh, short and condensed version of the long story. But essentially, my quick background, I had worked in recruiting. I never really used LinkedIn when I recruited, you know, here and there, but I didn't really post or understand the business side of it was the big thing. And then 2019, to be specific, I actually got fired from my job. I had my company, the resume rescue on the side. And I had said, you know, people keep talking about this whole like LinkedIn thing. Let's see if there's any value in it. And that's where I really went hard with it, with posting, figuring out what's this algorithm, how does it all come into play? And, you know, fast forward a few years later to now, I've actually met friends off LinkedIn. I've Same. Isn't it the best? (laughs) It's awesome. I know people are like, people that get it, get it. And people outside of it are like, you meet complete strangers. I'm like, yeah, some of my best. Oh, God, friends yes. Have you ever been at an event and then you hear somebody's name? They introduce somebody <laughs> that you only know on LinkedIn and you go, oh, and you get all excited you. You at the end and introduce yourself. It's constant. It's, but I mean, it didn't happen for a couple of years, but it will happen right. again in the future. So, oh, absolutely. So that's the big thing there. And then of the, I think we worked with about 850 clients last year. A good 650 wow. of those came from LinkedIn. So that's amazing. It's one of our best referral sources. And it's just opened up opportunities that I would not have had outside of it. And I wish they would pay me to say how much I hype them up every single day, but they don't. But it's, they should. it's just such a fun platform. They really should. Thank they you. Should. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's elevate that. So Molly, tell us a little bit, little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a writer, producer for this podcast, and kind of all-around project manager for Lori's digital marketing firm, Potsby Digital Marketing. I've been working with her for a few months now and absolutely loving it. And And I I do pull um, the young people from my staff. (laughs) I'm always open to young people as guests. Honestly, if you are a person listening and you'd like to share your perspective on the topics we're talking about, go to our website, workmomsays.com and tell me about yourself because I want to have young guests. I'm just really fortunate right now to have a team um, with two 20-somethings, Kylie and Molly, that I can pull in so that we get a perspective. 
And this is, this episode will be really interesting because Molly, being just a recent college graduate, um, had some perspectives to share with us that I thought were really interesting. Everybody hears that, oh, there's so many jobs and they can't find people. So you'd think as a recent college graduate, it would be all like rainbows and sunshine, right, Molly? Yeah, absolutely. And it certainly was not. <laughs> and it's not. And so what's interesting is to me is, you know, as a recent college graduate who's been told that, okay, we've given you the skills now, get out there and get a job. What did you find when you were looking? When did you start and and what did you find? So I started looking about a month after graduation. I gave myself some time to recoup after graduating. So this was recovery. Exactly. So this was June 2021, and I started pretty much scouring every job site I could find. Um, And I was using LinkedIn pretty consistently as well, but I just had no real experience with it going in. So I didn't really know what I was doing. And I had absolutely no luck with my job search until I connected with Lori in October. On LinkedIn. Um, so I did on LinkedIn. So I did find my job on LinkedIn, which was a miracle, honestly. Well, and it's really interesting because I found the person that connected us on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And what had happened was I started a small agency in 2018 and I looked, was looking for mentors and a gentleman, John Reed, he's been on the show a couple of times. He showed up as a, you know, a mentor kind of person. He was doing really great things. And I'm like, Hey, I got to know this guy. So I reached out to him and we started talking since then we've had dinner. There's another woman that's a part of our little pack and uh, Laura Khalil. And we just connected, but only because of LinkedIn. If it wasn't there, I wouldn't know he existed. And we connected. He kind of has been mentoring me because his agency is 10 years past us or something like that. So he gives me advice and, and uh, you know, cheers us on. And he met Molly and said, hey, Lori, do you need somebody? Um, here's this young woman and sent Molly my way on LinkedIn. <laughs> and then before you know it, now here we have it a year later she's full-time with us as a contract copywriter and producer, and she does all kinds of great stuff. So I think it's really interesting that um, the what I've in look, researching this episode and talking to people about LinkedIn, the difficult spot that a lot of people find them in themselves in as recent graduates is that, yeah, you can get on the LinkedIn platform, but you don't know anybody. You well, and that's anybody. the thing is you're told, and Molly, I don't know if this was the case for you, but you're told in college, like almost forced to make a LinkedIn as part of one of your classes. And then you're yeah. never told how to use it. It's just like, oh, do it. And best of luck to you. But that's where, and most of the recent grads we work with are same thing, or just don't understand, you know, what career opportunities are out there. I didn't know if resume writing existed. I didn't know, you know, work for small firms. And Laura, you can relate to this, like us small business owners, it's just like hard to say like, hey, you're literally going to be doing everything, but you're going to get so much exposure and understanding and just be incredible. You know, ideally, Molly, we want you to stay long term and same with my employees. But that's what it's it's just hard to like put that out there. And I think LinkedIn bridges that gap because you can see other opportunities or you can see from like I post all the time so like you know exactly what you're getting into when you work for me so oh yeah same here and I am my (laughs) true 100% authentic liberal progressive 
uh, work mom self on LinkedIn. So you kind of know who I'm, who you're going to be working for. But I think it's interesting too, that you bring up the not knowing how to use it. How do you use the platform? And Angela, I'm going to throw this one to you. As a recent graduate like Molly on LinkedIn, I'm going to bring this up because I think it's awesome. Molly's mom works for John Reed. And that's why she connected to John, who connected to me, who hired Molly. So use every contact you have, even your mom. Um, However, how can a recent graduate um, build a network in their industry when they don't know anybody? What do you think, Angela? What would you recommend? Okay, this is a teachable moment. That's what I like to call a teachable moment. A teachable moment here, people. Time for another teachable moment. I always preach this concept big in my business is shooting your shot. So if you find someone that's interesting or you see someone, whether it's on TikTok or whether it's on other platforms and you see them then on LinkedIn in a professional sense, or if you follow companies that you really enjoy or really progressive or whatever that is for you, you can find the recruiter, you can find a hiring manager, you can find any Mm -hmm. outlet to someone that way. And that's what I always say is like, just send a message. It doesn't hurt to. Is everyone going to answer? No. But you're going to get, like with anything else in life, the more exposure you have and the more you utilize something or use it, the better you're going to get. Malcolm Gladwell's my absolute favorite author, and he preaches this concept in his book, Outliers, of you put 10,000 hours into something and you're an expert at it. So it's the same thing with whether you're playing basketball or whether you're using LinkedIn. That's something that can be an asset for you. Other things that I've seen as successful, I mean, some of my very best friends that actually have been on my own podcast, I met through LinkedIn or I saw their posts that I was like, huh, this person's interesting. Let me just send a connection request and just say like, hey, I like this post. So when people argue and say like this LinkedIn isn't Facebook, you know, keep your stuff to yourself. No, it's your own personal branding platform. And it's just as relevant as TikTok and Facebook and Instagram or, you know, pick your social media vice there. It's a part of who you are. Right. And some of the people that are most authentic are the ones that are most appealing to me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's something so interesting. Find your tribe, right? Right. Well, and someone had said, and I love that you brought this up, Lori, of, Oh, this whole thing about being authentic. And my friend, Nick, who I actually met off LinkedIn, we always laugh and we say, oh, people preach about being authentic. It's like, well, you're either authentic or you're not. Like all these people like, I'm an authentic leader. I am this and I am, you know, the professional word speak there. But that's what, Lori, when you're posting like your views on things, like that's you being your authentic self. And that's where people come to you. Absolutely. Molly, I'm going to pull you back in here. How do you feel about being told to be your most authentic self on social media and business? It honestly feels kind of like culture shock um, because, so my background is in journalism. I graduated my journalism degree last year and pretty much everything we're told in journalism school is do not share your views. You will not get hired. (laughs) And that's, more of a conversation to be had about journalism and that industry in general. But even beyond my professors, we really weren't told anything about being our like truly authentic self if we want to find a job. And I just think it's really interesting the way that it's really shifted 
even in the last few years. Yeah. Um, that. Well, see, in, what I find interesting is you're from a journalism background, that is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. If you're a news person, you cannot have an opinion. However, yep. in marketing, you have to differentiate, and that's a way of differentiating. So Molly is in the school of uh, hard knocks for marketing, <laughs> joining our <laughs> firm, and her copywriting, her writing skills were just so impressive that I knew I could teach her anything else she needed to learn, that that, that journalism and that writing background was going to serve you. So the other thing that we have in our outline here is that uh, don't be afraid to actually move outside of your major for your career choices, to use those skills in other careers, other areas. So if you thought journalism was, you know, you were going to go work for a newspaper, but your writing gets you into PR or advertising or marketing, you know, open your viewfinder, I guess, a little bit to see outside of your direct major. Um, And I think most colleges, I hope, would inform you that you should do that, but I would give it a little extra emphasis. So, Angela, um, how would you recommend that a somebody who's using LinkedIn and networking, how do they stay focused on the future and use LinkedIn when they just are banging their head against the wall? They feel like they're, you know, they're out there, they've connected to everybody they know, and nothing's happening. I always say, just talk to people. I mean, this is my bread and butter of career coaching and writing resumes and helping people with careers, not to I'm going to selfishly give myself a plug here, but talk to people that are industry leaders or talk to a former recruiter, hiring manager, small business owner, doesn't matter, that can tell you, hey, your experience is great here. I mean, I love, absolutely love, love, love when people message me and ask me to be like, hey, I'm a recent grad. I went through, I really like what you have to say. I know you're busy, but, you know, can you take a look at this? And that's like them shooting their shot there. So I've... I forgot where I learned this concept. I think it was at some communications conference pr- few years ago. And the presenter there, she's a communications expert, you know, university professor, very high standings. And she brought up this concept of people have to understand your message after seven or eight times, meaning, okay, Molly, I'm just going to use you for an example. Like Molly's a recent grad. Molly's looking for opportunities. Angela, is a resume writer. Angela is a career coach. So people have to understand who you are seven or eight times, meaning they need to see it seven or eight times. So if you're a recent grad and you're just like putting yourself out there, you're messaging people back to basics, start posting. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of my clients I have right now, she does awesome on TikTok and other platforms, but she does nothing with LinkedIn. I'm talking like 100,000 followers on other platforms. Wow. But she's like, well, I love LinkedIn. I just feel like I can't be myself or I shouldn't post about it. I'm like, no, be yourself. Like post about how, who you are outside of work. I mean, my post today is about the concert I went to with my two business friends. I met from my um, other networking groups I'm in. Like that's what you need to be. And that's where people relate to you outside of work. So absolutely. Me as a prospective employer, I always, and former recruiter, I would always look at people's activity. So I would say, who are you outside of the resume, outside of LinkedIn? Because the number one qualifier for me, which is not in the job description, is you have to have a sense of humor. Love sarcasm. I love someone that's, you know, goes with the flow in a sense because, and Lori, Mel, you both can relate to this. 
working for a small business, everything changes. Like in an hour, something <laughs> shit can hit the fan for lack of a better term. And you'll have to like transition roles or move things around, but yep. you have to have someone that's willing to do that. So yep. back to my long winded point. Um, but through someone's activity on LinkedIn or whoever they are, I'm getting to know them outside of it and they should absolutely be using that too. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I do the same kind of thing. Like I'll go look at somebody's activity and see what they're, what they're talking about or if they're engaging with other people because you want to be on the channel, but you also want to be commenting on things not lurking, not just liking, but actually in contributing to the conversation on other people's content because it does a couple of things. It gives them love because it makes their post appear higher up in the algorithm. LinkedIn loves comments more than they do likes. So commenting on someone's, someone's LinkedIn post is a form of love. <laughs> and then the other thing is it helps them get to know you who you are, what question would you ask? What thought did you share? Do you have something to add that moves the conversation in that post forward that allows people to see who you are a little bit and get to know you a little bit? Um, let's see, what else do we have here? If you meet somebody, this is the best thing too, I think. It's an always on networking event. If you meet someone out in the world, pull out your phone and say, hey, let's connect on LinkedIn even if they're not in your business, because you just don't know who they know. They might know somebody that could hire you tomorrow. And they see your post and your headline says, looking for a job in social media. And they go, hey, I'm looking for somebody like that. So you just don't know. There's, It's a numbers game. The more you're there, the more you're going to get out of it. Um, the more connections you have, the better off you'll be. I think we talked a little bit about um, on our prep call for this into the six degrees of separation, which is an yeah. awesome theory. Now, where did that come from? Did we decide what book we heard that in? I can't remember. I it's brought remember. up over and over again. Well, there was, I think the concept where, I don't know if this is where it started, but it was like, you can, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher it. But it essentially was like, you can relate six people to Kevin Bacon or like whatever movie can relate back to Kevin Bacon in the world or something like that. Everybody don't knows Kevin me Bacon. On that. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But it's so true. Like I, which is, I'm probably really obnoxious with this, but I've met people sitting at airports. I've met people at bars. I've met people on vacation. I mean, just that connection there. And again, going back to what we talked about earlier of people seeing your message and understanding it, those people have turned into clients. I'll never forget. I had, I think I was in Seattle at the time, but I'm, my flight got delayed. I love making friends everywhere. I'm probably the one you'd hate to sit next to on a plane. Most normal people, but got to talking with this guy. He happened to be there for a job interview and he's like, Oh, no way. Like, can you review my resume? I have it right here. I'm like, sure. Why not? And he actually just still refers me business. Like this was probably four or five years ago, but it's awesome. It's just like, you don't know who you're sitting next to. I mean, I do not look professional when I fly because I like to be comfy, but you never know if you're next to a CEO. You're no, you never know if you're next to someone that can like ultimately change your life or launch your business or get you a job. And that's, I always say like, be nice to people, have open conversations and just connect with them. Like it's as simple as that. Yeah. And the, what happens on LinkedIn is it lets you come back to them later. Where yes. if you've got a business card, where are you going to call or email them? Oh, come on. Nobody does no, that anymore. It's going to get lost. It's at the yeah, or it's track, tucked right? in your pocket and in the garbage, you know. So if you connect to them on LinkedIn, you can go back and see, 
on your list of recent connections. Maybe you just remember the guy's name is Mike. Go back to your list of recent connections and there you go. You've got him and you can say, hey, great to meet you. Here's what I'm doing if I can ever help you. What do you do if I can ever, in case I can ever help you? So it gives you, you know, a, an opportunity to take that just a little bit further. I want to dig back into the six degrees of separation again, because I just think it's so fascinating that um, this is from the 1960s. There was a guy, Stanley Milgram, an American psychologist who had an experiment. It was actually based on the obedience to authority, which I think is interesting, that on average, any two individuals in the world are separated by five connections which is commonly known as the six degrees of separation theory. There was an author that tested that theory and they gave somebody something like, here's this portfolio of materials and I need you, I need it to go to, let's say Kevin Bacon. Let's just use his name because, and that person gives it to the next person who's a little bit closer to Kevin, who gives it to the next person who gives it to the next person. And in this book, the material that was originally given went reached that final person within six people. And they say, you can do that anywhere. I could give something to Molly and say, Molly, I want this to go to Jane Fonda. And (laughs) Molly goes, okay, who do I know in California or wherever she lives? And you just keep moving it along, you know? And that is the interesting thing about referral business, about referrals for jobs. Um, If you make sure when you're working on your social media and you are in there engaging that you're commenting with on anything that you find interesting and you have a headline that says what you do, you will get results. I'm so confident in saying that. And Angela, I think you're probably with me. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. and it's, you attract the right people you want or like you talked about your tribe. So here's a fun, I know I'm full of stories today, but here's like go for it. a great, why we are talking on this podcast and how we met. I think this was probably five, six years ago. I was on a cornhole league in Michigan. In uh, where was I? I think it was in Berkeley. Do they play that all over the place, or is that just they a Michigan do. thing? They no, do. they they call it bags in other states. Bags. Or cornhole. Yeah, but so it is a universal, right? <laughs> Throw bags at each other. That's it. But these two guys are at the bar talking about White Claw, and that's when White Claw was like the biggest, newest, greatest seltzer out there. And I interject myself in their conversation. We're sweaty playing like cornhole because it's 100 degrees in the middle of August, you know, in Michigan. And we get to talking and it ends up that the guy I was talking to like leads a networking group and I would resume rescues my side business. It was not full time yet. So he's like, oh, you should come. Okay. So I go and I end up joining. And then I meet someone there that introduces me to the Royal Oak Chamber. So then I join the Royal Oak Chamber and then I meet Kylie and Kylie and I hit it off really well. And then Kylie introduces me to both of you. But it's just so funny that like that one interaction of just something as stupid as White Claw playing bags or cornhole or whatever anyone wants to call it like set the trajectory of me, not only like joining networking groups and expanding my reach of opportunity, but also connecting with people on LinkedIn and just saying like, hell yeah, I'll go. Why not? Like who cares? Right. But I just love to tell that story. It's awesome. Yeah. Cause you end up, I mean, the, the more people, you know, and have connected positive relationships with in business, the more successful you will be period. There's no doubt in my mind. And we have a tool that we can use to, you know, every single day to present an image of yourself as authentically as possible 
you do want to present your best self, <laughs> right? We don't want to be, you know, let it all hang out. You know, there are some things, there are some limits that you should, should include, but, you know, talk about your job, talk about what you do, talk about your hobbies. Um, consider that you may get seen by recruiters there. There may be recruiters that are connected to that person. I'm connected to so many different recruiters. So if you're on a post of mine, you don't know who might see it that might hire you. The other piece of advice I give people, and this is um, from inspired by Brenda Meller. I don't know if you know Brenda Meller. If yes. you don't know Brenda Meller and you're listening, write down Brenda. It's not Miller. It's Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R. She is an amazing LinkedIn trainer and she has just so much course material and she does, I believe, a weekly job hunters live on LinkedIn. So look up Brenda Meller, see what she's up to, follow her, read her stuff, take her courses. Um, and she can tell you about why, or you'll, you'll find content on her channels basically about why you should never talk negatively about your job on social channels. And one of the reasons you don't do that is because it just makes you look bad. Um, you can't explain the details of it. Um, you can't, if you make a snarky comment about your boss, you don't know that somebody on that thread doesn't know your boss. And Brenda's hilarious because she has a lot of job referrals because she knows so many people. And she says, please, let me know if you're interested in hearing more about this job, but not if you complain about it on about your job or your boss on LinkedIn. <laughs> She's very clear about it because it does really impact how people see you. You make one negative comment, then they can assume that you're kind of a negative Nancy, you know, negative Norman, um, just based on that one thing. So are any other pieces of advice you'd like to give our audience here today, Angela? I would say, I mean, there's so many pieces we've hit on, but it's just like, just do the thing you want to do. I mean, you want to post, of course, not being obnoxious, but do it. If you have a passion, if you're a recent grad and you're like, oh my God, I got this degree and I don't want to do anything with it. That's okay. Most people end up changing their career paths anyways. But mm -hmm. if you're a mom returning to the workforce or a dad or a parent of whoever, just shoot your shot with anything. I mean, apply to the damn job, start the podcast, do what you want to do because you're already telling yourself, no, you might as well start somewhere. I, again, I never would have thought I would be telling people how to brand themselves on LinkedIn, let alone doing a whole podcast episode on it with you two lovely ladies on this as well. But it's just like, you want to do these things and you just need to do them. Stop being your own worst enemy, get out of your own head and just do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. That's the best piece of advice. <laughs> I should have asked if we could swear on this podcast, and I've sworn the whole podcast, but it's all sorry. good. Maybe we'll rename it Do the Damn Thing on LinkedIn. Maybe that'll Perfect. be our episode I'm title. <laughs> I'm here. Do for the it. damn I thing. It. But I, I 100% agree that there's a, there is a, um, a hesitancy, especially as a young person, that can get in your way. Do you feel that, Molly? Absolutely, I do. I always feel like I get in my own way, especially on LinkedIn, just because I am so guilty of only ever like liking or like reacting to people's posts and not commenting or posting myself just because I always like, I don't know, I get uncomfortable doing it. You Let second guess, guess Nobody's yourself? Nobody's going to care. Absolutely. Yep. It's not that deep. <laughs> right. I know. 
right? That's the thing that's so interesting is the mantra in our heads should be, it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Nobody really cares. Um, nobody really cares about what you're doing because they're so worried about what they're doing. We're all looking at our own belly buttons going, oh my gosh, are we doing it right? When in reality, you know, nobody really knows. I There's one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite artists, Bob Schneider, is Making It Up. We are all making it up as we go. And anyone who says that they're not is lying because we, you have training, you have experience, but day to day you are making it up. And so is everyone else. Um, Even the ones that think they know, you know, think or present themselves as knowing everything. You just have to have the confidence or pretend that you have the confidence and do it anyway in spite of the discomfort, right? Type it up, look at it a couple times, hit that button, hit that post button and let it go. And that's how you start getting more comfortable. It's just by doing it, right, Angela? You just do it and realize that you're not alone in those feelings of, oh my God, imposter syndrome. (sighs) Oh, I would, I mean, why I'm even here and started this own business. I had it as my side business. I never, I never would have done this ever. I got fired from my job. It's not a glamorous, beautiful story. I got fired from my job. And that's what was like, all right, sweetheart, you're either going to sink or swim. Let's try it out. I worked every odd end job to make this happen. And it's not a pretty story. It's a Cinderella story almost of just like quite literally scrubbing toilets and doing like the grossest, not great job just to skate by. But if I would have never gotten fired, I'm thankful for it today. But it's just, I was in my own head. I had it for three years. I never would have done it. I was like, Mm. well, it's a good idea. Help friends and family and nights and weekends, whatever, but I never would have done it. Right. And it's just, it, 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 that's the only regret. I, I, w- I won't say regret, but that's the only thing I wish I would have done sooner is just had more confidence in myself to just do it. That's why right. I'm very much about do the damn thing because you're your own worst enemy for no reason. Yeah, I get that. Well, actually my, our, our origin story start, starts in a similar fashion. Um, Pop Speed Digital, our agency started when I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that sometimes the universe knows what you need more than you do and oh, yeah. boots your butt out of the environment that you're comfortable in, in an effort to push you to do what you're fully capable of and live your dreams. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Angela, we always like to wrap up with a crazy story. I love it if it's something really unexpected and sometimes it's just a normal thing. So feel free to whatever, whatever feels good for you. I will say what really started my biz, like started off the business to be crazy was I was like still working like other jobs. I had just been newly fired. So I got actually got home from Italy, beautiful two week vacation. I got fired the Monday within being on office a half hour, got fired for lack of productivity was the reason I got fired, which, you know, I was on vacation enjoying my time for two weeks. How dare I? So it was the three, three month anniversary of me getting fired. So I got fired September 16th, 2019 and December 16th, 2019. I had said to my boyfriend at the time and my mother, I said, I think I should do a post about how people should not like work nights and weekends and just, you know, it's around Christmas time. People are feeling good. Like, let's just see. And I was, that was the first time I really put it out there that I was fired and I was devastated. I was so embarrassed. I was just like, you shouldn't do this, Angela. And they both said, no, I think you should do it. Like, try it out. 
So I crafted this post. I had them both read it. I said, is this too aggressive? And essentially the post had said, when you're missing time with your friends and family during the holidays, when you're not tucking your kids into bed at night and you're just all work, 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 just remember you get other opportunities. You can always make more money, but you can't get time back. And I had just like dabbled with LinkedIn. I, I think I had less than a thousand connections. I think I was probably around the, I think I was around the 500 connection mark. Nothing crazy. And that post went viral. Like it had viral for me. So it had 2000 engagements, hundreds of comments, wow. people sharing my inbox blowing up of people wanting to work with me. And that's wow. at, that was after that post was at that point when I could quit my other jobs. Cause we were so, I was so busy. That's so, amazing. That's why I always preach like shoot your shot because had I not done that post, I probably wouldn't have been as far along in business or understood the understand the value of social media and especially that. But that's always like my favorite post, my favorite story to tell because it took a lot. I mean, there were days where I didn't want to post. I didn't want to put myself out there and I was like maybe I should just get another corporate job, but yeah. That's one of my favorite um business stories of how that ended up working out there. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Angela and Molly, I know that I usually wrap up with a um, note on how people can connect with you. Molly Wagner, are you an open networker on LinkedIn? I should be. So you cool. can find me at just Molly Wagner on LinkedIn. And then Angela, where can they find you? Oh, you can find us on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the resume rescue. Yes, my last name is obnoxious being Angela Buccellato. So we can put links to there. Um, and if you are interested in scheduling free consultation, all of our links are all over the place too. Or if you listen to this podcast and how you found me, great. Send me a message. My inbox is open on LinkedIn and all social media. So always looking to meet interesting people. Great. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Molly. Always good to have thoughtful guests on. And thank you to listener for joining us. We would love to hear from you on our website at workmomsays.com. We have a contact form there. Tell me who you'd like to have us invite on as guests. If there are questions you'd like answered or topics you'd like us to cover, workmomsays.com. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for listening to Work Mom Says. Don't be an idiot. For more information, you can email Work Mom at lori workmomsays.com. That's lori at workmomsays.com. And remember, <sighs> don't be an idiot. One, two, three, let's go. If your marketing engine needs some horsepower, the team at Pop Speed Digital Marketing is ready to do what they do best. Pick up those digital marketing projects, lessen the load, and provide the support you need. Websites, SEO content, social media, lead gen. We do it all, and even better, we do it well. Check us out on LinkedIn or visit our website at popspeeddigital.com. Pop Speed. Pop Speed. Digital marketing. 